Howdy, my fellow Americans, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Reed Gorman. And before I start the podcast, I want to just bring a little update. I'm probably going to start posting my episodes in the morning after I record. So right now I'm recording. It is 5.42 p.m. my time. And whatever happens throughout this day, I'm going to talk about and record. However, in the morning, I'm going to start posting the episodes. So when you guys wake up, you're on your way to work or you're working out or whatever you guys are doing, laying in bed, whatever it happens to be, you could be listening to what happened in the news in the previous day. However, let's get on with today's episode. So there was the shooting of another American who is an African-American in Philadelphia. He was shot by police officers. Let's talk about the background of what happened. There was a video that was released. I'm going to go over what I saw in this video and what other news outlets have said about this video. It's always sad when someone dies. No one deserves to be shot. However, this is the encounter that happened. On Monday afternoon, Walter Wallace, a resident of Philadelphia, was shot and killed by two police officers. Police have addressed that Wallace was armed with a knife and charged the two police officers. Several times, the officers demanded Wallace to drop the weapon. However, Wallace continued to follow them. He moved around the cars, the cars that were around and went towards the police officers with the knife. As Walter Wallace moved towards the officers, he did not drop his weapon after being asked multiple times. And then the two police officers opened fire. Multiple media outlets have stated that 14 rounds were fired at Wallace. So this video that I watched, it is pretty intense. Walter Wallace's mom was there. And Walter Wallace was walking around the cars. He was being told to drop his weapon. It was a knife. And the officers, he, he, he goes around the cars. He comes up to, towards the police officers, walks towards them. And they're in a really weirded, really weird point in how they're positioned. And they open fire. According to Fox 29 News, Wallace was shot in the shoulder and chest. One of the officers then put him in a police vehicle and drove him home, or drove him to a hospital where he was pronounced dead at a short time later. So news media outlets and the attorney that was hired, Shaka Johnson, state that Wallace has had mental health issues and was currently dealing with a mental health crisis. The attorney even stated that there was an ambulance um, that was called, not the police. So an ambulance was called to help him with this mental health issue. However, regardless if it was supposed to be cops there or if it was supposed to be an ambulance, if there's a man wielding a knife, I'm pretty sure that the paramedics would have called the police. So this man, he's walking with a knife, he's being very disruptive, and if he has mental health issues, you know I pray for, I pray for people with mental health. However, he was a danger to the people around him, and the cops arrived on scene. And they were there. Like I said, whether or not the police were supposed to be on the scene first, Wallace can be and is seen as a threat to the citizens of Philadelphia. Now, I really don't want to get into politics here with this. However, the left media is trying to stage this, that it, it is murder by the police. They are saying that Wallace didn't deserve to get shot. That the police literally just came out here just to kill the man. And you could imagine how people are acting right now. And you know, when I was watching this video, I, I didn't think the, the police should have gone to lethal force. You know, he's walking around with a knife. It's not a gun. So there's distance between y'all. So like, why don't why don't you have a taser out? Why didn't why didn't they tase him first? And I want to do some research into why they didn't use a taser. And the Philadelphia Police Department stated 
that not all police officers have tasers equipped on their person. Like, not every single police officer there in Philadelphia has a taser. And, I, you know, I was thinking, why, why don't they have tasers? Because all cops we see, they always have a taser on them that's yellow. And they have their weapon. That is a pistol. And I was just thinking, where are their tasers and why don't they have them? Why not? I found an article by the Inquirer on June 18th after the civil unrest following the shooting of George Floyd. And the article stated that there was a pre- preliminary approval to a budget proposal that would reduce police funding by $14 million. So now I'm thinking, is this funding cut part of why they didn't have tasers? Is defunding the police why they didn't have tasers? I don't know where the funding is being cut. I don't know if it's in their equipment or overtime for the police. They're getting cut overtime or anything else. However, after the shooting of Wallace, the Philadelphia Police Department said they're going to request additional funding to provide all officers with tasers. Okay? So, there could be a possibility that defunding the police caused these people, these police officers to not have tasers. And if it is, I don't think defunding the police is the right thing to do. And I do not believe that they came out to kill this man. You don't see police officers just going around just shooting people left and right. You don't, but the media wants you to think that police are just out to get black people, and they're not. You know, there are some bad cops, and there are some, you know, there's bad business people, there's bad people in the military, there's bad people everywhere, but that doesn't mean that every single person in that department of whatever it is, that they're all bad. Okay, that's like saying, you know, this person committed a crime in this minority, so this whole minority is just a terrible, terrible minority, and they're all bad. No way. You know, the only, the only people I see going out to kill people are those people who walked up to the pol- that person who walked up to the police car and shot the two people and ran away. You don't see cops just going up to someone and shooting them. And you know, the police officers had to use lethal, lethal force. They didn't have tasers. They weren't equipped. They couldn't tackle the guy. There's a knife in this person's hand. And this man was coming towards the officers with this knife. As they were asking him to put the knife down. A knife is a weapon, folks. It's not a toy. And I'm assuming the officers felt that their life was threatened. And we we don't know what's going through the minds of police officers. You know, I wish we could. I wish we can go into the mind of how they're feeling in that situation. And we don't know. We don't know the situation they're in. Whatsoever. And you know, I'm, I'm very sad that Walter Wallace died. You know, I pray for his soul. However, this man was walking towards police officers and didn't listen to what they were saying to put the knife down. And they were running away from him. And they turned and they used the guns. They shot him. The cops shot 14 rounds, which could be seen as excessive. But like I said, we do not know what is going on in the officer's mind at that moment. We don't. And like I said, I wish we did. I really wish we did. And, you know, I pray for the officers who had to shoot a man that passed away. And I pray for the life of Wallace, like I said, and the family. However, just don't assume that all cops are racist. There's an ongoing investigation right now to identify all the angles of the shooting and why it happened and how it happened and more. And as information, more information comes, I hope the media updates us. Because I, you know, I understand there's bad police officers out there. However, don't say all cops are bad. Don't defund the police because maybe defunding the police is causing, like I said, maybe the defunding of this police department caused there not to be tasers. That's that's probably, that could be a reason. I don't know where the money was going towards. However, just 
as the video shows right now, I don't, I, in my personal opinion, I do not think right now with the details that I have in the video I saw, I do not think the cops were just out there to be malicious and kill the man. And you know, I wish there was another way that this could have been prevented. I wish they had tasers. You know, I wish they had something that could have stopped the man without killing him. People are saying shoot at his legs, you know. I saw someone talk about, you know, if if you shoot towards their legs, you know, bullets can ricochet off the ground and hit other people. They could hit cars, they could do damage. And say you miss their feet and the guy comes at you and stabs you with a knife. This person was walking with a knife towards, towards these police officers. Like I said, you know, I wish this situation didn't happen. And if these police officers were trying to do something malicious, you know, they deserve all the consequences. You know, if they, like I said, there's going to be an investigation going on. And if we find out the police officers did this on purpose, I hope they get a punishment. However, these, these police officers are in situations that we don't understand, that we can't comprehend, but there will be an investigation. And there is an investigation going on right now, like I said, to identify all the angles of this shooting. But please, please don't think all cops are bad. Please don't think all priests are bad, you know. Please don't think all military people are bad. Because, you know, in every single group, there's going to be bad people. In the white race, in the black race, in the Asian race, in businesses. Everywhere we go, there's going to be bad. We are in an imperfect world. We are an imperfect species. And it's just not going to be perfect. And I wish we could be perfect. You know, I wish we could all love each other, but we don't. I wish all the media could tell the truth, but they don't. It's just, we just live in an imperfect world and I'm sorry. But till we get more information, let's not just destroy businesses. Because you know right now, after the shooting, after the death of Walter Wallace, looters and rioters rushed to the streets and the businesses. There was live footage last night that I was watching of a thousand people who rushed into a Walmart and stole pretty much everything. These people are just walking in, taking stuff and walking out. They're not running out. They're, you know, they're walking out of the front door. That's not how you protest the death of someone. That's not how you protest police brutality. If you believe it's police brutality, that's not how you protest police reform. Really? This is not how you protest. This is not protesting, you know? I feel very bad for the actual protesters who are out there protesting police brutality, the peaceful protesters that are protesting injustice or for black lives, you know? I care about black lives. I care about all lives. And the people who are protesting this, they're having their voices suppressed. The people who really want to see change, you know, if there's police brutality, which there's abuse of power in the police departments for sure. But not all cops are bad. However, they want this change and they're asking for change and they're having their voices suppressed by these people who are rioting and looting and causing damage because that's all the media is going to talk about. That's all the left is going to talk about. Rioting, rioting, rioting. Even the right side. They're talking about rioting, rioting, rioting. You know, I want to see the people out there right now who, you know, they're standing up, they're peacefully protesting and saying, I care about these people who are dying by cops and I want more investigations and we need to find out the truth behind this, whether the cop did it on purpose or not. For the people who are protesting, if there's police brutality, you have the right to protest peacefully. Do it peacefully. And the people who are doing it peacefully, their voices are being suppressed right now by the media. And we're focusing on the rioting and all that stuff. And these rioters should be stopped and arrested. And in Philadelphia, 30 police officers were harmed and 91 arrests were made. 
you know, if you believe there's police brutality, if you believe there needs to be police reform, if you believe anything that you want changed, you have the right to speak about it. Okay? However, all these rioters and looters calling cops pigs, saying all cops are bad, saying F cops. Really? Really? For a single white person to kill someone, I could say, you know, all white people are bad. For a single black person to do something wrong, I could say, all black people are bad. And that's wrong. That's a terrible way to look at it. But the media wants you to think that. It's just sad. It is sad. The media is not going to cover the peaceful protests. They want everyone to see the rioting and the looting. And they want to blame it on Trump. They want to say the America's racist. That is all because of Trump. That's all because of the white man. It's all because of the cops. It's all because of... I don't, I don't even know. You know, businesses are being destroyed right now. People's lives work. They're going down the drain. Like I said, this is not the respectful and right way to protest by rioting and looting. If you believe there's wrongdoing in police departments, like I said and you want to protest for the change, go to your local government. Go to the federal government for police reform if you need to. Whatever you need to. Go to the government. Speak your voice. Create a platform for yourself. But in my opinion, Black Lives Matter, the group, and you know Antifa and stuff, they're not doing it right. If you care about black lives, look at the black people killing the black people. In Chicago. In a lot of cities. Look at the the black children being aborted. Look at how the Democrats put these black people in a terrible position and they only care about your vote. Really? Really? We're all Americans. Care about each other. I care about each and every one of you guys listening. I care about each and every American. You know, you do wrong and I forgive you. If you can forgive yourself and if you can be sorrowful for what you've done, I, I forgive you. You know, but if if you're wanting to protest change and you're wanting to ask for better training techniques or whatever way you want police to confront danger and police reform, do it the right way. Don't riot. Don't loot. Don't destroy businesses. That's what the left wants you to do. You know, we have freedom of speech for a reason. We have governments for a reason. We have the ability to go to court and get stuff passed and do things for the betterment of the people. But if you're thinking that black that I mean that police officers are targeting black people on purpose? Really? All all the cops are doing that? Really? You know, like I said, I believe there's there's bad people in every single group. But don't take the whole group down. Don't. You know, in California as well, there was a shooting of a another Black male from a police officer. The incident began at 11.16 p.m. when an officer was dispatched to the liquor store on a report of a man who's jumping on vehicles in a parking lot. The officer who arrived gave the suspect commands to surrender, which the suspect ignored. And when the suspect tried to enter the liquor store with customers inside, the officer moved to restrain this guy. You know, he's holding on. There's a video. He's holding on. The cop is holding on to the man, brings him down. And then all of a sudden, the man pulls out a 9mm pistol. And aims, he's a, he doesn't aim it at the cop yet, but he's about to. And the cop shoots him. And goes to the hospital and passes away there. 
This guy was pulling a gun out. But you know, I tried to look up this article everywhere else and you couldn't find it. You can't find this article only from the local news. The man was seen with a with a weapon towards a cop, but the media doesn't want to show that. Show that, oh, sh- oh crap, this, this guy actually had a reason to pull his gun out and shoot him because the cop was threatened. And you know, I feel bad for this man who passed away. Again, whoever the cop felt threatened. Like I said, before we get more, when we get more information, we're going to talk about it and update you. Like I said, if the cops are in the wrong, they deserve to be punished. All right. You know, we're going to go on to the next topic. We're going to talk about Tony Bobolinsky and his interview with Tucker Carlson. So Tony Bobolinsky, as we've talked about before, he's an ex-business partner for Hunter Biden. And all these allegations and all these claims came out in a New York Post article about the emails with Hunter Biden. And, you know, Tony Bobolinsky, has been talking about it. He says, you know, these are all true. These allegations are true against Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Joe Biden is involved. And Tucker Carlson wanted to interview him about it, about the claims regarding Hunter and Joe. Like I said, this information has been out already with the New York Post, and Joe Biden has not denied any of the claims. And he's dismissed all the claims and dismisses the claims and all the talks that he's had regarding Hunter Biden and the corruption and Joe's involvement. Tony was talking about in this interview how you know, they're saying it's Russian disinformation against him. That Tony Boblinski is pushing out Russian disinformation and Tony hates this. He hates, you know, you're you're trying to act like you've done nothing wrong. You're saying that I'm the only one doing something wrong, putting out Russian disinformation? Really? And they're tying Tony Boblinski's name to this and he doesn't want his name to be tied to this. And he's presenting facts? He actually has facts. He has times. He has dates. He talks about this in this interview with Tucker Carlson. That he has all the information, but they're denying it. And they're trying to pin it on him. You know, Tony talked about an encounter he had with Joe Biden. about, And Joe, Joe Biden had a, had a speech about cancer. And Tony walked in after the speech. And he's talking to Joe Biden. And Joe Biden asked Tony to keep an eye on his brother and his son. And then Tucker Carlson asked, you know, what, what do you think he meant by that? And Tony replied, you know, I can't, I can't speak for Joe. I don't know what he meant by that. However, it's very interesting in that Joe Biden needs to come out on record for this. He needs to come out on record for all the allegations against him, all the allegations against Hunter Biden. He needs to come on record and speak the truth, but he's denying everything. He doesn't want to be a part of it. He has an election. He wants to win this election. That's all he cares about. He cares about the power. He doesn't care about telling the truth. And watching this interview and just thinking about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden just disgusted me disgusted me how they're trying to pin Russian disinformation on him. And here, let's listen to this clip. Listen to this clip about the interview. When I saw Adam Schiff go on record talking about Russian disinformation after this email had been posted online by the New York Post, and remember that email was to me from James Gillier, right? It wasn't, you know, I wasn't blind carboned or CC'd on that. It was to me stating that I was going to be the CEO of this enterprise. Um, I had, uh, I was at the end of my rope. And so I called Rob Walker and I told him that if that statement isn't retracted by Adam, or, uh, Congressman Schiff by midnight on Sunday, that I was going on record and I was disclosing all the facts to the American government, to the American citizen and the world. Tony Bublinski pretty much said, screw this. If you don't take my name out of this, that I'm a part of Russian disinformation, 
I'm going public. And they never took his name out. And he went public. He unleashed all the paperwork. All the data he had on them. All the texts. All the emails. He gave it to the FBI. Investigators. And there's truth behind all of it. There's corruption in the Biden family. And they use their name to get whatever they want. To get all the money. And it's just disgusting. They try to smear his name when Joe Biden's saying, Oh, they're trying to smear my name, my family name. Oh my God, they're trying to smear me and my son. No. You know, I'm glad Tony Boblinski didn't hide behind the shadows anymore and he just let it all out because the American people deserve to know. The American people deserve to know all the information and all the documents of corruption. Because Hunter Biden started from nothing and now he's a lot of money using his dad's name. The big guy. The chairman. My chairman. Watch this interview. Look at all of it. Watch the whole thing. Because this is a great interview. This is huge. But like I said, it's, it's just sad. It's just sad that the media doesn't cover any of this. CNN doesn't talk about it. MSNBC doesn't talk about it. No one talks about it on the left. Because it's going to hurt Joe Biden. It's really going to hurt him. But the media... Once this guy elected, they want to ruin our economy. They want the left to rule and all of us to worship them. They want to protect Joe Biden at all costs and destroy Donald Trump and his success at all costs. It's just just disgusting. It is horrifying and disgusting. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the big tech. There was a hearing that's been underway today. The CEOs of Facebook, Google, and Twitter, they have spoke in front of the Senate panel today. And they discussed the concern of, sec- of censorship under Section 230. And regarding Section 230, the DOJ sent a letter to the congressional leaders about reforming Section 230. The Department of Justice is encouraged by the emerging consensus in each branch of government and many parts of the private sector that the time has come to reform Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. A letter signed by Assistant Attorney General Stephen E. Boyd said, Today's large online platforms hold tremendous power over the information and views available to the American people. It is therefore critical that we that they be honest and transparent with users about how they use that power. These companies have so much power over us. Google, Twitter, Facebook, they have all the power to censor things. And it's disgusting. It they're trying to tell the American people their beliefs. They're trying to tell, you know, Twitter's beliefs are these, so you're going to watch these. We're in the pockets of the left. The left is in our pocket as well. And we're going to destroy Trump, and we're going to praise Joe Biden. You know, this New York Post that came out on Twitter regarding the emails, that article, and then Twitter just blocks that link for that article, and they block the New York Post Twitter account. Really? Holy crap. They're trying to take away our freedom of speech. They're trying to give you the information they want you to read. Just like when I'm on Google and I'm looking up on Google about specific things that are happening in politics, CNN's always the first one that pops up. Always. Always. They want certain headlines on there. Facebook doesn't want conservative stuff out there. Twitter doesn't want conservative stuff out there. If it hurts Donald Trump, it will be out there. If it hurts Joe Biden, it won't. And you know, Ted Cruz had an interaction with CEO of Twitter, Dorsey. 
And that's going to be the biggest part of our discussion right now. And we're, we're going to end our episode with this. So Ted Cruz, you know, at first he said Zuckerberg and Google CEO that, you know, they're making small steps to help small steps um, to help fix the problem of censorship. So, he, you know, Ted Cruz is proud about that. However, on the other hand, Dorsey, he's just lying under oath. He's lying in front of the Senate panel. Let's, we're going to listen to parts of this interaction and we're going to we're going to dissect some some small parts. We're going to listen to it. All right. So let's let's get going. You don't believe Twitter has any ability to influence elections? No, we are one part of a spectrum of communication channels that people have. So you're testified to this committee right now that, that that Twitter, when it silences people, when it censors people, when it blocks political speech, that has no impact on elections. People people have choice of other communication channels with which not if, not if they don't hear information. If you don't think you have the power to influence elections, why do you block anything? Are you kidding me? Twitter doesn't have the power to influence elections when they're removing posts and censoring things about, you know, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's involvement in corruption? Really, you don't think that might sway voters to not vote for a person who's lying? But you're hiding all this? You're censoring it because we know you're in the pockets of the left. We know the left is in your pocket. But you're trying to censor it? And you're lying about it? You know, no, you know, people have choice and free will to go look at stuff. But, but other media outlets aren't providing information either. So people go to Twitter, you know, maybe there's information there and they block that there. They censor it. It's, un- it's unbelievable. Ted Cruz is right. This is huge right now. This is targeting our democracy. This is targeting freedom of speech. This is targeting the Constitution. This is targeting your right. As an individual in the United States. They're censoring. They're removing posts. They're blocking accounts. Unbelievable. Gosh, you know, let's listen to some more of this. Two weeks ago, Twitter made the unilateral decision to censor the New York Post in a series of two blockbuster articles, both alleging evidence of corruption against Joe Biden, the first concerning Ukraine, the second concerning communist China. You know, so Dorsey goes on after he, Ted Cruz mentions this, you know, he's like, we have a policy, you know, if there's hacked material or legal material, uh, we're going to censor it, we're going to take it off, we're going to remove it because we don't like hacked material and illegal material. You know, I'm cool with that. If there's a hack or if there's illegal sh- stuff going on, uh, yeah, it should be removed because that's just illegal. However, the New York Post had their sources of where this information came from, where the emails came from. They came from a laptop in Delaware. And they have sources. They have the information. It's not illegal. It's not hacked. This is information that came out. However, Trump, he had his tax returns posted on Twitter and leaked on Twitter, and that was hacked, and that's illegal. And Ted Cruz is saying, okay, you have a policy that talks about being hacked and illegal content, and you're supposed to remove it, but they didn't do that for Trump's article on his tax returns because it was going to hurt Trump. So they wanted everyone to see that. However, when it hurts Joe Biden, they just destroy it. They just destroy it. And, you know, it's just frustrating. The left just tries to not let you speak. They try to censor what you say. And it's, it's tiring. It's unbelievable. This is another thing you guys should watch, a segment with the Senate panel, with Ted Cruz. Because Dorsey, you know, Ted Cruz says, how the hell did you get elected, man, to run this company? You're trying to censor people. 
their freedom of speech. You're trying to destroy that. The left does not care about the American people. These big tech companies have way too much power. They should be limited to the power they have. They should allow people to say whatever they want. The New York Post is a legitimate business. There's legitimate journalists in there that are just trying to just speak and they're being censored. And Ted Cruz brought up, you know, Dorsey, the link is still for two weeks now. The link for the post on Twitter is not able to be seen. And the New York Post, their account is still blocked. Unblock it. And you know, Dorsey's saying, you know, it's unblocked. It's actually unblocked. But it wasn't blocked. This whole time, he was saying that it was unblocked, that you can see the, the post, It's that it's unblocked. And you're allowed to see it. But you couldn't. This whole time, you could not. As, as Dorsey was saying, you could see it. This whole time, you could not. And he said, you know, uh, the New York Post can go back into their account right now and uh, delete the, the original post and then put the post back on. Right now, they could repost it with all the same information and they'll be able to read it. Anyone can read it. Why don't you just unblock that post, dude? Why don't you unblock their account? They were not able to get in their account. They were not able to... No one was able to see the post as Dorsey was saying, yes, they can. So he was lying under oath. You know, I'm tired of it. The left, they're liars. The people who support the left, some people, not all people, some people who support the left are liars. CNN's fake news. The MSNBC's fake news. Joe Biden's fake. He's a liar. He never has a plan. The left is here to be corrupt and I'm tired of it I'm very upset the left is wrong Twitter Facebook Google stop abusing your power stop lying stop censoring stop putting only content up that you want us to see that you want the American people to see stop trying to destroy Trump that's not your right let people post let people post whatever they want conservatives and liberals let us post what we want alright guys you know I'm getting tired. I'm going to end this podcast, this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Just remember that the Hunter Biden stuff is not going to end. They need to be held accountable. If anyone's doing anything corrupt, they need to be held accountable. However, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, your voice always should be heard. And your freedom always speaks. I'm your host, Reed Gorman. And have a great day.